Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to It's the Elizabeth Podcast. I am your lovely host, Elizabeth, as you all can tell. Um, So I am back with another Kardashian, keeping with the Kardashian episode. Um, This is kind of just like the main story of the season. Um, As you all know, way back in 2016, when we all could be in a room together and not have to wear a mask. Ah, those were the days. Um, (laughs) uh, Rob started dating Kim's ex-friend slash Kylie's boyfriend at the time, Tyga's baby mama, Black China, and it was a really big deal. Um, Some of the situations were stupid, so I'm not going to get into that. Like, Kendall getting into a fight with him about... I think an iPad, which was kind of dumb and stupid. And then uh, Chris getting him a house and doing, uh, like, putting food in for other family members. And him and China kind of just having fun on social media and Kim getting, not Kim, but Kim getting involved and then him having to go to Chris and apologize. It's just like, it was, it was just a hot mess. But what I'm going to main focus talk about, and also I don't have a cold and I don't have the virus. Um, I'm doing this right after I eat dinner and I have inherited from my grandfather and my aunt, uh, on my mom's side, uh, when we are full and done, we sneeze. So I just had a sneezing episode after I was done eating and that makes Kenny laugh. So that is one of his favorite moments of mine. But back to the episode. So the one person who had a huge problem with Rob dating China was Chloe, who is in her own drama at the time right now with Tristan. So, this all went down before Tristan, (laughs) but we all know she's in her situation. But when Rob started dating China, he, how Chloe found out was in the house. And I understand it was her, it's her house. He needs to tell her. I totally understand that. But how she reacted was insane. She acted like an ex-girlfriend every time they would talk about Rob. Like, when he got his own place, she was utterly offended that Chris would help her son out, which I think Chris should totally do. Chris should help out her son. That is her child. And Chloe shouldn't have talked. She helped her um, ex-former drug addict husband, Lamar Odom, who overdosed at a brothel, get a house. Because that wasn't Lamar's money. That was Chloe's money. So she can flip it any way she wants to, and so can he. So Lamar stays in good graces with the Kardashians, but whatever. So Chloe, every time Rob would be brought up, she would have like little snide comments, um, say horrible things about him, saying, you know, he's not loyal, saying he's a weak link, he needs to be cut. And... It was just awful. She was she was very, very awful to him. And when 
she, when they were on a trip to Colorado, um, that's, it was a surprise trip. I use the word surprise loosely. Uh, they went to Colorado. They went to a place where I'm guessing Rob Sr. took all the kids and stuff. And they went and then they all found out that Rob proposed to China. And they all went ballistic. I think the only one who really didn't care about him uh, getting engaged was Courtney. I think Courtney was like, let this play out. They might not, they might be in a very long engagement. Let's see where this goes. I'm going to burp. Okay, it didn't come out. (laughs) And... Courtney was like, let's just see where this goes. And Kim was acting like the brand was going to be affected. Chloe was acting like an ex-girlfriend who finds out that they've upgraded to a better, hotter version of what they've had. And so she was better about it. And Chris kind of acted like how I think a mom would act. She didn't want to talk to him. And then at dinner... um. One night, Rob kind of texts her, texts Chris and says, hey, can I talk to you when you're alone? And I think this was the baby talk, because as we find out that Black China, spoiler alert, had a kid, and her name's Dream, and she's so cute. Oh, she's a cutie. Um, She, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, tells everyone at the table, and at the table is Kim and Kanye, and her boy toy... Slash boyfriend, who I don't think is a boyfriend. I think he's just a paid prostitute at this point. Uh, Corey. (laughs) And the lovely Khloe Kardashian. And Khloe, sadly, um, takes this too far. She runs her mouth way too much. She says he's the weak link. She says when Rob loses interest or things go bad with China... He's going to come crawling back and all this crap. He thinks, she thinks people are telling Rob to not talk to them and stuff. But they kind of did this to themselves. And so did Chloe. They were running their mouths. They were acting like the victim. They were doing all these things. And I think the only person who should have had a problem with this at the time was Kylie. And Kylie never voiced her opinion at all. It was everyone else doing it and Kylie just standing back there smirking like an immature person. And she was 18 when this was all, I think, or like almost 20 when it was going down. So, or 19 and stuff. And she was acting very, very immature in all facets of that. But, so, later down the line, they all come back from the trip. Um... So they all decide to meet at Courtney's house where Rob is going to talk to them and kind of settle things. And it happens. Rob says, hey, the engagement was going to happen regardless of you guys being in town or not in town, which I like. And Rob stood on his own two feet and said, hey, you know, I posted on social media But you guys could have contacted me as well. Like, I could have contacted you. You could have done the same for me. And which makes perfect sense. Go Rob. (laughs) 
And also, uh, during the whole thing, Kim is whole hang up is the fact that he has not acknowledged how wrong it was that they found out on social media. That is Kim's whole argument. And as you can see, I this is why I'm very curious about her becoming a lawyer because I wonder what her argument's going to be on <laughs> all that stuff when it's not like fashion or social media intake, what she's actually having to fight to save uh, criminals' lives on the line. But... Um, you know, Courtney is the only one who doesn't take a foul about what's going on. Um, Courtney is probably the only one who, and I have my issues with Courtney, but during this state, she was very, very calm and collected. She said, we care about you being Rob and we care about you being happy. And the one person who's silent And who's acting like a kid telling his parents, like a kid's reaction to when their parents tell him, hey, we're getting a divorce or you're not going to Disneyland (laughs) and stuff. And that's how Chloe's reacting. And then Rob kind of announces that the reason why he got engaged, sorry, uh, to Black China was because she's pregnant. So, which is completely fine. I think you shouldn't have to get married if you knock someone up because who knows, their things might change. It's very old-fashioned. And if that happened to me, and I I would see my grandma's point, but I would want to wait. Because things change when you have a baby and everything else. So, but Chloe, again, acts like a victim. And then when she's having salads with her friend Malika, Malika, who I completely like, I don't like her. She's her. She's just a part of my French. I don't curse on this thing because I know my niece listens. So Ruby, if you're listening, earmuffs. And Auntie's only using this because she, I would rather use the actual term is an ass kisser. <laughs> um. A big old, big old butt kisser. Um, she, I just, ugh, ugh, her and Jonathan, food god Chevins, are just, uh, those, those two. If, if we had to give up two people to save the earth population or the world, those two are on my list. And I know there's horrible people out there, but I think um, the world would be, would agree. <laughs> but they're having lunch together and Chloe... Just is acting like a snot. You know, she's not acting mature. She's not acting anything else. And everything else, and which is kind of very wrong and whatever. <laughs> um, so then uh, the following episode, um, things are going bad with Lamar. He's kind of going back to using. And Chloe was kind of holding out hope. Which I think is a fake story that she was holding out hope that he would stay clean and they could start up this really that relationship again and it's just I don't know it's like you can just see that it was fake and it was her and she's like she was trying so hard she was doing everything she was helping him oh like oh shut up when in fact 
his house probably wasn't even near her. So if something medically happened, she would have to drive towards him because I think it was, I bet you it was pretty like far from where she lived. Um, I don't think she was checking on him regularly. <laughs> I could not say regularly. <laughs> um, she did not at all. Um, wasn't probably doing any of those things. I think she hired people. I think they were doing all the planning for him. Her assistants definitely were. I don't think she was calling his doctors. But that is the whole opinion. And so she refiled for divorce. Um, the only thing that they put in their divorce was if anything medically happened to Lamar, Chloe would make all the decisions. Now that he is, Lamar Odom is now engaged to someone else. Um, and Chloe is with wonderful Tristan. Um... She, I wonder if that's going to stay or if he is going to take her off or if she's getting it taken off because Tristan is jealous of that because I bet you he is 20,000% jealous of that relationship because I think Lamar with his faults treated Chloe a bazillion times better than Tristan did. He, you know, didn't care about being on the show. Tristan cared about being on the show. He didn't care. <laughs> Lamar. Lamar even loved his spinoff series that he got with her. So, hmm. Again, like I said in my last one, we'll see if uh, Tristan stays with Chloe after the series is over. <laughs> I'm highly doubting that. But when that, um, but back to the episode, the basotic season that I'm talking about, um, Chloe, unfortunately, plays victim when it is announced that she is getting re-divorced and is upset that no one is treating her great. No one is cares about what she's going through again and all this stuff. And she finally, she says after weeks, I think it's been months, she finally sends a text to Rob saying, I love you. I hope the pregnancy goes great. And he writes back, I love you. And her whole complaint is Rob has not, is not the one reaching out to her. It's her doing that. Well, Chloe, why do you think Rob doesn't want to reach out to you? He knows you've been talking crap. I'm sure Courtney or Scott, because Scott was the only one he was talking to out of the family, was probably telling him all the crap you were saying about him. All the stuff. So here it is. Like, what is going on with you, woman? And so she tells Chris, and then Chris is like, oh, this is so upsetting, my kids. Ugh. And so then there's a birthday party at Nobu for Scott, my, again, my least favorite. They gave a drug addict a platform. He is a drug addict. He's not clean. I bet you he's not even clean now. So at me, bro at me because that is my opinion I believe he's still a drug addict and I think he was a hard user even then um but they go to Nobu and then Chloe goes oh did you invite Rob and Scott goes he's Scott said I texted him about it he said he would love to but with China he just felt that it wasn't you know proper just because of how hostile Chloe is I think Kim would have been okay. 
I think Chris would have been okay. I think Courtney would have been definitely fine, even though Courtney has her faults. And I just think everyone would have been okay. It's the reason why he didn't go was because of you, Chloe. Because of your mouth. So after that wonderful dinner, Chris then has the dis- decides that she wants Rob and Court not Courtney, Chloe to make up and be a f- be the brother and sister that they could be together. Well, that shouldn't happen at all. Um, so he goes to lunch with Chris and Chris says how she would like for them, for Chloe and Rob to make up. And Rob says she has to watch what she says because it's her mouth that gets her in trouble. And that's where I completely agree with Rob. Rob is in the right in this whole conversation. Well, then she's like, she's going through a hard time and she's been there for you and all this stuff. Like using that, like, yeah, she's been there for him. But she hasn't been. Chloe has gotten to do all the things she's wanted to do. Start her own clothing line. Doing all her little club appearances. All her Courtney and Chloe take over the Hamptons, uh, Miami, New York. All this stuff. Chloe has gotten to do what she's wanted to do. Rob hasn't held her back at all. So I don't know how this all of a sudden is becoming where Rob needs to go and reach out to her. And be like, it's my fault. So that's the whole thing. Like, if they wanted that, then show her having to work really hard on Rob. Because we've seen it where when the family's done it, Chloe's gotten, like, pretty teed off. Because she knows how to do Rob. But in his mental state and stuff. But whatever. And um, so he calls Chloe up. And she acts like they are BFFs. And oh my god, you're cold. Oh my god, Bob. Like, just, ugh. So they meet up <laughs> at her house, which I don't like the outside of her house. I like her kitchen. Like I said, her kitchen is immaculate. I think we all would want that kitchen. So most of all, the studio would want that kitchen. So... <laughs> If Chloe is looking to design a building, um, do the studio, even though I've just trashed you. Um, so they meet up. He was playing with Gabbana, um, Chloe's dead dog. Um, it passed away. It got cancer or something. And while she was pregnant, so it, it died. And so Chloe and them meet. Um... Kind of nothing gets resolved. Or they edit out a lot of the conversation. Which I think they did. Because I it probably got too, too real. And Chris didn't want that for her show. So Chris probably edited out probably quite a bit of the conversation. And it is Rob saying he's sorry. Um, Rob, you know, being the one... She never apologizes for anything. She never apologizes for saying all the things she said about him, which were horrible. Which were horrible. Kim has said some horrible things about Rob during his mental state. Like, during his mental problem. With his mental psyche. But Chloe has said horrible things 
about saying let's get him out of the family he's horrible all this stuff like chloe is when she runs her mouth she says the wrong things and chloe never apologizes at all and they make up and then um rob and china they things just moved way too fast and at the end of the day we all know that this relationship was to get back A at the Kardashians and B to get back at Tyga. This relationship wasn't done out of love. Um, I think Dream, from Rob's point of view, was made out of love. But I think from China's point of view, it was made out of to uh, get the Kardashians back. Because as some of you know, uh, Rob did a wrong thing. Um, they got into a huge fight. She had been sending him, uh, China, had been sending him pictures of her making out with men, uh, like, disgusting things. And so Rob decided to air his grievances on uh, social media, and she sued him. Um, she... Uh, it was for revenge porn and which is illegal to do in, I think the state of California. I, I don't know. I don't know the legal jargon behind it, but I know it's called revenge porn and she sued him, did all the rounds and they are still fighting as we speak four years later after their daughter was born in custody. So that's what happened to like China and Rob. Um, the whole Chloe and Rob uh, saga that went on was just dumb and stupid. Uh, Chloe just acted wrong, and that is the problem. That's my one problem with Chloe is she says stuff and she's never held accountable for it. She runs her mouth quite a bit and she says the wrong thing and she, it's never her apologizing. It's always the other person, like Rob, apologizing during that whole feud that they have. And then, <laughs> marvelous Malika throwing in her two cents, which I was like, I don't care <laughs> to hear your two cents, honey. But, yeah. And then there, <laughs> yeah, it was just, like that whole season was Rob should have gotten paid. A crap ton of money. The amount of times they said his name in China. I think China should get paid for even just their names being mentioned. The amount of time they were talked about on that show is insane. And I think this is when they were starting to fish for stories. Because as we know, their ratings have steadily gone down. But um, tonight is Emmy night. And I have some of the winners. I'm not watching the full Emmy program, so you're going to have to check um, other Emmy uh, affiliates uh, where they're going to post them or watch it on ABC or check YouTube or check if you're following anyone on social media. Um, Shits Creek, um, S-C-H, <laughs> not the other one, uh, which stars Dan Levy, Eugene Levy, and Catherine O'Hara. Uh, it has won. It's pr it's pretty much sweeping the Emmys, it sounds like. Um, they won for uh, Best Episode. Dan Levy won for that, for Best uh, 
writing episode. Uh, best screenplay, right? I don't know. That's a category. <laughs> um, they won for uh, best director. Dan Levy won for that with another uh, person he co-directed with. Um, Eugene Levy won. He is so good on that show. So is Dan Levy. And then the Kath- the great Catherine O'Hara won. She won for her character, Myra, which is so deserved. It's just, ugh, good job, Miss O'Hara. You deserved this award because they were nominated last year. Yeah, that was the first year they were nominated. And fans have been campaigning for the show to win. And they didn't win because I think... They were just like, oh, we'll just nominate them for the fans. And when they saw, I think, how big the show was over here in the States, because um, it's huge over in Canada, I bet you they saw how big it was here in the good old US of A. They were like, oh, okay. And it was their final season, so they are probably like, oh, we'll give this underdog a show because they're not going to be back. We don't have to appease our fan base anymore after this. And then it'll go because it'll go back to being Big Bang Theory, <laughs> whatever comedy show is on at the time. But I yeah I don't know if they've won for best comedy show. I just know that they that they have won those categories, and they unfortunately because of COVID they are shooting in different locations. Um. So they are at um, the Schitt's Creek cast. I know that a select few of them are at a location where they all can kind of be together up in Canada. So, and it looks really nice. They did a really good job decorating. Um, So, yeah, but anywho, congratulations to Dan Levy, uh, Eugene Levy, and Catherine O'Hara. And if the show won Best Comedy Series, Dan Levy, you are a man. You were you were a creative genius, both you and your father. You both created a show that is funny. It does not have, um, you know, really harsh things. It doesn't get vulgar. It's very very funny, and you guys did a good job. So, applause, Shit's Creek. Um, it's on Netflix, and I don't know where else. So if you've got Netflix or you're using your friend's Netflix, use that friend's Netflix. Um, <laughs> uh, so Kenny has watched um, Mulan. If we ever get together or we do the connecting thing again, I will have him talk about it. I am supposed to watch it and I am kind of frightened <laughs> because I grew up with Mulan. She's not my favorite Disney character, but um, I'm kind of afraid. So, and like I've told Kenny, if none of the cartoon movies had happened, like Aladdin, I probably would have liked Aladdin. But because it did, and because Robin Williams was such a huge stable point, I didn't like it. You know, it was like Will Smith was being Will Smith. It wasn't nothing new and just all that other crap. And then Beauty and the Beast, I would recast it. And I should do my dream casting of Disney movies. I should. Get ready because Meryl's gonna be Meryl Streep's gonna be in a lot of them. <laughs> Get ready. I might put Eliza Minnelli in there. Who knows? Or Kate Bush or Steve. Oh my god, Stevie Nicks as Maleficent. 
you imagine? Oh my god, we would have gotten a really cool soundtrack. It would have been mystical. Oh, Angela Jolie who? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that happened. Um, TikTok, for those of you out there who don't do TikTok. Um, Trump did a band on TikTok. This is your entertainment news for the time being. Uh, tried to ban it. And this all started after, uh, as you know, when the election started, uh, he was doing his first rally. And people on TikTok thought it would be funny if they bought seats at his rally and they didn't show up. <laughs> and it happens. And there is a photo of him with his tie, I think, hanging around him. You see his spray tan <laughs> on the collar of his shirt looking so defeated. And then after that, all of a sudden, these bans started happening of TikTok. So I think that's what it started happening for me. I think he's just saying COVID because it's easy to blame COVID. I mean, China on COVID. So that's that on some stuff. Um, Kanye West is having another break with reality. He's having an episode. Um, do I think he's bipolar? There's part of me that says yes, and I should not be attacking his mental illness. But then there's another part of me that's like, who knows? Um, he went on a tweet rant saying he will not release any music until Sony lets him go. Um, there is video of him. I don't know if it's actually him, but I think it is because he is wearing Yeezys. Um, him peeing on his Grammy that he won um, in the toilet, which is very mature for a man of 40 to do. Um... I'm thinking, if you don't want that Grammy anymore, why don't you take it off and give it to a rapper or an artist that you think deserves the Grammy instead of peeing on it? Or give it to your children. Um, he tweeted a disturbing tweet to Northwest, um, and then it later got deleted. Or, I think Twitter deleted it. Um, just, it was, it was, I saw the tweet somewhere, and it was really disturbing. Um, clearly... The man needs help um, if he's tweeting stuff like that. Um, he is also, he tweeted something also about um, getting Taylor Swift her masters from Scooter because Scooter is a family friend. Now, Kanye, you have said horrible things about Taylor, so I don't think she's going to believe your tweet. Um... Because she's going to redo her music anyway. And I'm sure she's doing it right now. Because what, what, what else is she going to do? And which are going to make those masters not a lot of money. So, Kanye, you can just shut your mouth and leave Taylor Swift alone. If he goes after Beyonce, I think Beehive in Wyoming, he better have a tanker truck. <laughs> Or his cult members of his church ready to lay their lives down on the line for Kanye. Because the beehive will come for them. So, he better watch it. And I, I will not be one of them. Because it is pointless. But if beehive members do, 
you go nuts. So if he has, and I'm doing this and everyone's like, he just went after Beyonce. Get ready. Um, so yeah, so that's pretty much it. Um, all in all, I hope you all have a great week. Um, again, call a family member you love and care about. Say hi. Do what you gotta do. Um, uh, follow us <laughs> on Instagram. It's the Elizabeth Podcast. Um, and follow us. I post there sometimes. I will post when this episode is live on there. So enjoy. And also follow uh, Canvas and Clay, this uh, program that me and Kenny go to. And see what supplies they need. Um, you can give them a gift card. They will probably love that. To Michael's, Target, um, Joanne, jo Joanne Fab Fabric. <laughs> um, what else? Costco for supplies, like cleaning supplies and all that stuff. Um, where else? Like art stores that do gift cards over email of some sort um but yeah um amazon they'll probably be happy to take those as well but yeah so follow canvas and clay on instagram and facebook uh you could probably message um the head person which is nicole brown she is awesome and um her nickname at the studio for everyone who wants to know because we have 47 nicole's we have 52 elizabeth I'm just kidding. We have four Elizabeths. There's me, Lizar, um, Liz K, and then we have a teacher named Liz. And then we have three Nicoles, uh, Nicole Brown, um, another teacher named Nicole Kita, and an artist named Nicole. So... <laughs> There's a lot. But, um, so yeah, just... Right, Nicole Brown? Um, Lazar has coined her Batman. So, <laughs> have, just reach out to her, find out what we need, and I bet you she will happily tell you. Also, follow us on YouTube, uh, Mr. Studio 13, and I'm sure because the studio is, I think, reopening this week. Um, unfortunately, I will not be there because I live with my grandma, and as you know, people of my grandma's age are high risk. Um, I will not be going, so, um, but they're still going to do their walks, and so I'll still be in communication. I still have, uh, clay work I have to glaze, and it's sitting there, and I'm just staring at it, and I need to do it. Yeah, I need to do it. I need to motivate myself. Yeah, I think I might need Nicole Kita to record some, like, positive messages, like, get there and do it. She's our head person in uh, Clay. But yeah, they're opening up. Um, I just, um, I know, I don't know what they're going to do vaguely, but um, I'm sure that they will reach out to artists and teachers to let them know um, what is happening. So you all stay wonderful. Um, watch Schitt's Creek. Embrace Catherine O'Hara. For those of you who don't know, she is the mom from Home Alone.
watch Best in Show. Uh, that is a movie her and Eugene Levy are both in. And uh, have a ice white chocolate mocha. And stay good and love one another. Bye.